Hi, this is Jer Lanska with the Anointed Nachos podcast, and I am starting a new series that is for every believer everywhere. We are talking about the armor of God. The armor isn't just a cute little children's story, putting little pieces of armor on a soldier in children's class. We're talking about vital pieces of equipment that the Lord has for each of us to put on to survive and be fully protected from the enemy. We're going to jump right in to Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 17 that talks about the armor here. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So in your spiritual journey, Donning the armor of God holds profound significance, emphasizing the necessity to engage in the battle against spiritual forces rather than against mere flesh and blood. The armor allows us to withstand the subtle yet potent forces at play in the spiritual realm. As we read in Ephesians, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against people per se. Now the devil uses people and people, you know, have issues and problems and and jealousy and rage and anger and, and they do a lot of things that try stop us. In the end, we are really against the enemy who's influencing those people. So we are fighting against spiritual forces of darkness. By choosing the armor of God, believers equip themselves with virtues such as truth, righteousness, faith, salvation, and the word of God forming an impenetrable defense against the demonic and otherworldly influences that seek to undermine your spiritual well-being. Engaging in spiritual warfare is when we will see true victory and not when we combat human adversaries. Let us rise above the temporal conflicts of this world. So again, we are applying virtues to ourselves: truth, righteousness, faith, so as I was taught, it's not just a belt of truth, which is what we're talking about in this first lesson, but it's truth. So yes, we apply it like a belt. However, we are focusing on truth. What is truth? And, but talking about how we apply it. You know, some translations use the word, gird yourself up, strapping on, like a belt. We are not talking about a little fashionable belt to look nice and hold up your pants. We're talking about something heavy duty like a weightlifter would have on to properly handle more weight. 
or like illustrated in the verses, it's a piece of armor, like large straps and buckles in a way to support other armor pieces into place. You know, if we just had a breastplate on, it really puts a lot of weight on our shoulders, pulling us down, making us lose energy faster. But a belt, a support system, holding all the other pieces of armor together, it really helps support weight from all the other pieces so we can run faster, we can run longer, we can use our sword with more mobility, being a more effective soldier. Let's look at John 16, verse 13. It says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. So the Holy Spirit is inside of us when we invite him in. He is leading and guiding us to all truth. When we spend time in the word, spend time praying and listening to the Lord, we will come into truth. In John 17, verse 17, it says, Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. So we can say very clearly that the word of God is truth. We need to declare that truth. Declare the truth that you know. Stand for truth. Know that the spirit of truth is in you and will lead you into all truth. Make a stand that the word of God is the truth. If the word says something, we believe it, we speak it, we act on it. At times we try put our trust in things, in what we see, what we hear, what we've experienced. But truth isn't always in our experiences because that can be different for everyone. Truth is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It should be the same for everyone. Let's jump to Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 15. It says, Now these are the gifts that Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we have all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way, more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. So these verses in Ephesians talk about, let's just start with a pastor. We need to be plugged into a good church with a pastor who listens to the Lord and speaks the truth. This is how we're to be equipped. We read the word, we study the word, but God has a plan and a system for us to be working together in the body of Christ, to be coming together. So part of that equipping is to build the truth up in us. Why? Because in verse 14 it said, then we're no longer immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown around with every wind of new teaching, meaning when new things come up and it looks like truth, we'll clearly know 
that is a lie. We can pick out what is true and what is not to follow the word of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, it says, For who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? But we understand these things, for we have the mind of Christ. Here we see we have been given the mind of Christ, for his spirit is in us. We can line up our thoughts to think more like Jesus, to make better decisions, have better attitudes. You know, I've heard people say, oh, everything the Lord does is just a mystery. Well, it doesn't have to be for you, because the word clearly points out here, we can think thoughts like the Lord, because his spirit is living inside of us. He can teach you. He can speak to you. He'll open up and share all about his character, about his love. We can know what is true about the Lord and about his plans and thoughts and vision and plans for you. God wants us equipped. And part of that equipping, like I said, is with the truth. We don't want to be tricked. Can you imagine? Let's just say everyone in an army running around doing what they feel is right, to be guided by their own thoughts, experiences, using their own moral compass, guiding them, and not listening to the instructions of a commanding officer. Everyone just doing whatever they wished and thought was right at the moment. Chaos would ensue, and there would be no unity whatsoever. We need to have a standard. We need to know that there is a truth. We must follow this truth, and the world is more and more making us feel like we need everything our way, even down to the food we want. Have it your way. Everything's our way, custom to the way we like it, and we feel entitled to get everything exactly the way we want it and when we want it. If people don't get what they want when they want it, you can just look around and there's examples everywhere of people just showing frustration and immaturity. We need to live in unity, and the only way to do that is to know the truth and follow what the Word of God says. Now, a simple application for your life is using God's Word as the final authority in your life. If you hear something and see something in the Word that's different from what you have believed, you need to change your belief. It's not easy, I know. Many years you've been doing things the same way, but we need to be humble and we need to be a disciple, meaning when we hear instructions from the Lord, we receive it, we follow it, we apply it, change the way we believe. We make sure that we're a good student of the word, living and doing what the Lord says to do. We want to live a God-honoring life. One thing's important, we need to care more about what God says than what people say. We need to care more about what God thinks about us than what people think about us. If God's word says it, we believe it. For instance, if you say the words, I just can't handle it. I just don't think I can do this. You have to know what the truth is in God's word. For it says in Philippians, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So when we know what the Word of God says about our situation, about our thoughts, about the things that we speak, we need to change 
our patterns of behavior and attitudes and our words and actions to line up with the Word of God, for that is the truth. Thank you so much for listening to a few thoughts here in this first podcast in the new series on the armor of God. I'm going to pray here for you to enjoy this series and get the most out of it that you possibly can. Lord God, I just thank you for every listener here. I thank you that they're investing their time to hear your truth, to get to know the equipment that you have for us, the armor that you have for us, to apply it to our lives, and we'll be successful. We'll be a wonderful soldier in your army to defeat the enemy's attacks that come against us, and also go on the offense, going after the things that you told us to go after, and we'll be effective. We'll block the enemy's thoughts, we'll stop lies in its tracks, and we'll follow what your word says to do. I thank you for each person here to get the most out of these verses and let your spirit speak to them, to guide them in the point of the life that they're in, to be more effective for you and for your kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So until next time, thank you for listening to the Anointed Nachos podcast. Anointed Nachos Stuck in